Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington, Jr. Today's episode is brought to you by Rife Martin CPAs. Today, along with Allison Rife Martin, Philip talks about how we can be charitable and save taxes at the same time. Philip Washington, Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. We are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple, and we got Allison Rife Martin, CPA, on today. What's going on, Allison? You know, I was thinking as we've come off uh, Halloween, you know, a little ways ago, and thinking about how much candy uh, I was able to actually, you know, see all the kids bring in. It made me think, huh, we're getting into November, which is the time we're all starting to think of Thanksgiving and, and what are we thankful for? And which then, of course, made me think of one of I know you're my favorite topics is charity and how we can be charitable and save tax dough at the same time. Oh, yes. A a win-win. A win-win for everyone. And I think it's, I mean, obviously we give because we want to, not because we're going to get a tax benefit. But if we can give as much as we can to get an actual tax benefit, all all the more important. And and, and I'm going to go off topic for a subject, but like the the goat the, she she's going to be the 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 andrew carnegie john d rockefeller all combined of our generation like mackenzie scott sweet jesus she just like she just like handing out like millions you know 20s of millions of dollars like every day like it's can like it's halloween candy she's like you get 20 million <laughs> it's like an article every day of her just like just writing checks you know um to and this and, and it's 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 organizations that are not you know what i mean like they 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 legitimately are doing good and it's not it's not politically motivated or you know some you know it's like she's just giving well i was gonna say i'm glad you you led with that topic because um i was reading an article that indicates that seven out of ten wealthy investors use their fill are very philanthropic minded and uh they use their philanthropic uh goals to pass on their core values not just to the community but to their families too they want to leave a legacy like think of uh margaret perot here in dallas there's the margaret perot um you know obstetrics and gynecology building here in dallas that's a way to help leave a legacy taking providing health care for um, the community was very important to her it's obviously what a lot of wealthy investors high net worth investors do a lot of them use it to uh, use their wealth to exert social influence so again if health care is important to you and you have the financial wherewithal donate to those kind of causes so it made me think of various obviously ways we can give and again max potentially get ourselves some additional tax savings out of it at the same time so let's talk about that how do, how do, how do we do that What's the well trap? so one way and i know that you, you um this is something you focus on too is a donor advised fund a lot of your clients i believe use these so um if you know what if you don't know what a donor advised fund is it's a great way to invest in put into an investment fund like with with um 
say Charles Schwab, JP Morgan, whomever, any kind of investment brokerage out there. Um, and then you get the immediate tax deduction or charitable contribution deduction. Um, and then uh, in that year, and then you have time to think what organizations you want to give to. So you have time to be thoughtful about it. Again, because it's invested in an investment fund, you have uh, there's a, a little bit of capital appreciation that may come with it too. So when you give to, you want to invest, and then if you want to give to, you know, the I Love Everybody organization, instead of a dollar, it might have had some capital appreciation to two dollars, maybe. But again, you have time to be to be thoughtful about who you'd like to give. So, and since this is more in your wheelhouse of mine, is there anything you'd like to add? Well, and I was going to ask a, a, a clarifying question. Uh, the, I, I know we both know, but I'm asking for the audience. So, like, if if I give a hundred thousand to the to the to the fund, uh, do I, I do I get the full deduction in the first year? And then the follow up question is, or in the year that I give, and the follow up question is, do I have to give all that money? You know, once I put it in the fund, in a certain during a certain you know over a certain period of time. So you get the immediate deduction at the time you give. So if you give in 2022, I get a charitable contribution deduction of $100,000 on my tax return. Even if I don't give the money out until 2023 or 2024, I have time to be thoughtful about the organizations that I want to give to. So you ha you do it's it's really wonderful. I mean, the one thing uh, I do know when you're thinking about picking a a charitable sponsor for these donor advised funds is make sure that they align with your values, make sure that they will support the organizations that you want to give to. So if the donor advised fund sponsor does not support the I love everybody organization, well, then I would want to go find somebody else who supports the I love everybody organization. So anyway, those are just some things to think about, but a donor advised funds an awesome way to, you know, obviously making it a long lasting impact in the community. Another thing that you can do is you can, uh, rather than donating cold, hard cash, you can actually donate a ca uh, capital assets such as stocks, bonds, uh, either directly to the organization of choice or to your donor advice fund. But again, the beauty of that is, again, you get the charitable contribution deduction and you don't have to worry about taking any kind of capital gain or tax on capital gains because you contributed the asset. So there's another win-win for you. Um, another great strategy would be to what they call bunching your charitable contributions. Mm. And so that idea is if you know that you're not going to be able to have enough in 2022 to itemize, because if you remember itemizing is predominantly comprised of mortgage interest, property tax, and charitable contributions, maybe medical, but most of us don't meet that. So if you think you're not going to hit the goal based on the other two components, well, then save all your contributions and donate them in January as opposed to, and then at the end of the next calendar year, donate again. So you've, doubled, you've bunched your contributions together mm -hmm. and you double the impact and you get a better tax savings for you there as well. Um, and then the other last item I was thinking of was a private foundation. So that yeah. provides you an awful lot more control um, where you can donate to, you know, organizations or, you know, philanthropic goals of your choice. But there's a lot of administrative cost and a lot of administrative burden and compliance on your part that has to be put in line. So that one, um, 
you really have to be thoughtful about why you, and to make sure you have the fit really financial wherewithal because I believe a lot of um, investment advisors I've spoken with have said they won't even entertain that idea unless you have $2 million in assets. Now, I mean, that number can obviously change, but you really have to be really motivated to do that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's the higher, <clears throat> you know, higher, higher net worth uh, folks that, that are doing that. But as, as you know, it's one of my personal goals to have a private foundation. And I think it's, it's a great noble one. It's just, you, you have to be like, a, it's a, it's a big commitment. And so you need to make sure that you're officially ready for it. Because again, it's a wonderful way for you to really, again, go back to the idea of passing on your core values and leaving a legacy for yeah. your family and for the community. Even like a decade as, as, as the, as the, as the decade of podcasting and Bitcoin and the future explodes, which we're positioned for, you know, and then me, you, uh, uh, Steve and other, and other guests are doing podcast episodes from St. Lucia, you know, I w- we'll be able to talk from the standpoint of, uh, Hey, and this was paid for by Phillips private foundation. <laughs> exactly. That kind of stuff. So anyway, that, those were just the things that were on my mind and back to your idea of Mackenzie Scott giving away, you know, basically being Oprah saying you give, get a this and you get a that she's getting a tax con benefit out of doing this too. It isn't a completely necessarily magnanimous gesture on her part. It is with her overall strategy, you know, estate and giving strategies, but she's getting a benefit out of it too. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Definitely. Well, I uh, thank you for sharing. Let everybody know where they can reach you if they want to get one some one-on-one love around, how to put together a strategy for charitable giving that helps them feel good and reduce taxes. Uh, you can reach me at my website, rifemartincpa.com, or you can email me at info at rifemartinaccounting.com. And I would love to talk about your philanthropic goals and see how we can help you develop a strategy to save you some tax do rabi. <laughs> Thank you, Allison. All right. Have a great day. You too. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.